0: Listener, and welcome to Edgeguard, a podcast where we take a closer look at games on the fringe. My name is Blake. I'm your I'm your first host, and your second host is named. Oh, we're Jordan. doing that again, huh? No, 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 no. I just mean first is in. I'm introduced first.
1: uh okay. temporarily mm-hmm. it's time. time uh, it's a it's
0: all about time. There's no hierarchy. We are <laughs> equals. This is a cooperative podcast. That we yes. have. Uh, uh, yes, it's know. a podcast co-op. It's all in your uh, podcast Employee-owned. Employee Employee-owned uh-huh. podcast. Yep. Host-owned um, podcast. Host-owned Eth- podcast. Ethically sourced, grass-fed. We, we get all of
1: our um, fair trade mm-hmm. uh, video games. Mm-hmm. All of the games we play. Fair trade.
0: We only uh, wear Everlane clothing. It's all very ethical. I don't know what that is. It's like uh, a popular clothing brand or i guess i don't know how popular it is but it's like the the ethical clothing brand like we Mm. only use factories that don't have children that are not paid (laughs) enough in our sweatshops um our sweatshops shops only exploit 16 year olds mostly uh, mostly it's pretty expensive but i I don't know how actually ethical they are but that's like their whole claim is that they're um ethical factories anyway that has nothing to do with the game that we played today um which is a little game by the name of Northbound, Long, uh, then sort of subtitle is Long Road Ahead. This game was originally just named Northbound, uh, but then they kind of added the subtitle because the creators, it was a, a student project, sort of a senior project for the final year of uh, yeah. two game development students um, by the name of Johan Koberla and Arno justus i'm sure those are pronounced horribly incorrectly i think Eustace, probably Eustace, um, almost certainly yeah
1: because it's johannes uh mm. or i guess it's kind of like i shouldn't try to a German accent yeah
0: they're
1: um they're German. from
0: we don't know where they're from
1: <laughs> well we know that they currently live in zurich so switzerland oh, so we know could, do we know that uh oh no they got their degree uh in zurich in zurich mm-hmm. um they both i assume they both did because they worked yeah. on this project together. This um, game
0: certainly has some Scandinavian overtones.
1: Yeah, the the like character names <clears throat> and the place names uh, seem plausibly Northern European, maybe Denmark, maybe something like that. Um, I'm not sure. I don't know yeah. my uh, Northern European geography that well. I, I can't don't name individual lakes, although I met. I got the impression like the lake and stuff was
0: it's fictional. fictional. I googled it.
1: Oh, you did. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, although it has a very similar name to a lake in Finland. So I'm curious if that's the, uh, yeah. And also I'm curious cause they, don't they take a two day drive in Europe? You would be going through, you'd probably end up in another country if you drove for two days, wouldn't you? Um,
1: well, it depends on, we need to know which country they're in. Cause if you're in like, uh, like a lot of those, um, although I guess it is like they drove two days straight,
0: two days straight and they're driving north. I mean, I, don't I, know. I feel like
1: if you went from, like, the southern tip to the northern tip of Norway, that would have to take a long time.
0: I have no idea. I'm horrible at geography. A I'm long, notorious spindly for country. not caring about geography and not understanding any. <laughs> certainly
1: <laughs> certainly, Denmark would not take you two days to drive
0: across. <laughs> mm. Mm. It's a grand mystery. I suppose we'll never know. They're driving uh, very slow, 15 miles an hour, whole way. I guess we should, we should like, actually say what this Summarize game is. the game. Because we're talking about them <laughs> driving, but... Uh, basically the the game uh the, the the main character that you play as is sort of um i guess i don't know how much of this is explicitly stated in the game oh there is a little bit in the intro where um uh, they're uh graduating from university and kind of a little bit directionless living at home mm-hmm. so they reach out to um some old friends uh from from like high school uh mm-hmm. and be like, hey, let's take a road trip like we used to back in the day up to the lake and hang out and be friends. And so you're sort of playing in first person as this character, mostly uh standing or sitting around uh in like a Volkswagen van. Yeah. Uh, they call it the bus. Yeah. Uh, I feel like that's a th- that's gotta be like a translation thing. Yeah, I'm sure bus.
1: like bus is just the word for mm-hmm. a van of this type in
0: Sure. Um, but anyway, uh, sort of these, it's three friends who don't really keep in touch that much. And then one of the friends, girlfriends on this sort of, um, I don't know, one of the characters, the the character you're playing as trying to, uh, I don't know, go back to a simpler time when they didn't have to think about the future and then kind yeah. of bringing these other two uh, or I guess three people, but mostly the two friends along do you remember their names them.
1: it was jens was the one who just jens
0: driving. fred fred and then yeah, the yeah. main character and then Kari or carrie is the carrie is the right, right. Yeah. um the, oh, girlfriend. the girlfriend yeah and
1: it's like the so the sort of the way the plot develops spoilers now uh is that spoilers uh,
0: now already we're just getting straight to
1: it hey oh are we not i don't know I mean, we, we could, it's a shorter game. I think it'll be this game. It'd be hard to talk about non-spoilery.
0: Yeah. I guess, Uh, I guess just really briefly before we talk about it, like from a gameplay perspective, this game is, is basically uh, a a walking simulator, except for you don't actually do that much walking.
1: You walk at the very beginning
0: from the front door. You can, you're moving around the van. You're technically walking.
1: No, you don't. You don't control your motion though. Yeah, you do in the van. Yeah. You control where you look, not where you, no, no, there you can walk around. Are you fucking kidding
0: me? There are like two, there are like two times when you're actually sitting in the seats, but then the other times you can walk around and he like gets mad at you. The guy who's driving gets mad at you for walking or he's like, it's kind of dangerous for you to be walking around while I'm driving. Oh my God. I
1: had no idea. I just (laughs) sat there, dude. (laughs) Amazing. That's so funny. And I even had a moment of being like, damn it. I'm not close enough to reach the camera.
0: Yeah. I mean, the walking is like largely not that much i think the way it kind of plays with the whole like walking simulator thing is that uh normally the whole appeal of a walking simulator is that you're exploring this like an intricate and like usually incredible incredibly detailed space uh and it's sort of rendered in a in a immersive sim style where almost everything is um interactable which this game maintains well, but it condenses the space everything and, can be
1: picked up i think is the well yeah i'm interactable at. that's what i said yeah yeah
0: you can I interact guess. with it in some way, I um, guess. I don't. That doesn't feel very immersive
1: sim to me, though. Like, that's, well, we'll
0: talk about it. We'll talk about okay, it. Because okay. I think. I think the game is. <laughs> we'll kind talk of genre. With it. Yeah, um, but anyway, uh, I think it, it, they're kind of condensing the space and putting you uh, in this like tiny little space where there's really not that much to explore. Uh, but anyway. We can we can talk about narrative now. If if this sounds interesting to you, go play it. It'll take you about probably thirty yeah. minutes or so.
1: It's pay what um, you want. Recommended two dollars. So quite.
0: yeah, and surprisingly polished for a, a student game made in a handful of months by two people. Yeah, uh, yeah. it has quite a lot going on. Um, yeah, it so. is
1: surprisingly. I thought that, um, like just visually, it um, is ex- like extremely well-made for the constraints they're working under. And yeah. then I also just felt like kind of in mood and, and like tone, it was pretty, pretty fully realized. So I was impressed yeah. by that.
0: Any, anytime I play a game that's like, we're students and we made this in four months and there's only three of us. And then it's kind of got a lot, a lot of stuff going on. I never know whether to be impressed. That's like, wow, they did a lot. Or if it's like these people were overworking themselves. Yeah, know. seriously, <laughs> you didn't go to to do anything
1: but this for four months, you poor thing
0: yeah listen you don't don't crunch reinforce the problem yeah <laughs> follow Resist game the workers crunch. unite on yes Twitter. <laughs> please, Seriously. God, unionize the industry anyway uh we're gonna spoil it now so uh last yes, last so call do that um so the the sort
1: of main uh so most of the gameplay is you just like fidgeting with items and the sort of like uh implication being that it's like a simulation of the experience of being like genuinely bored on a road trip where you you're spatially confined and there's like not a lot you can do um and it's trying to evoke that feeling and then tension builds as like everyone hasn't really been in conversation for a while so like things are a little bit awkward and they weren't expecting uh fred to bring uh, uh carrie uh and then like there's a little bit of like an argument and then everyone's mad and wants to end the road trip
0: uh, yeah it's, it's
1: the, the kind of like narrative development
0: yeah I mean it's sort of so uh, right away kind of the first uh, scene or not kind of the first scene of the game is this uh, you know I am chat interface where yeah. um, where the you the main character reach out to these two friends be like hey let's do a road trip and Fred is initially like really excited and then Jen's the other friend is kind of like mm, yeah sure I mean whatever if you guys want to do it I'll, I'll go with you um, and he ends up being the person who drives the most. I think it's implied that the, uh, or it's not even implied, it's explicitly stated that the car belong or the the bus belongs to his uh, parents. And yeah. so he, I feel like he feels some responsibility over it. So he spends most of the time driving um, mm-hmm. while you're kind of wandering around and Fred and his girlfriend are hanging out in like the bed area in the back, just chilling. Um,
1: yeah, it actually does a great job of um, of like evoking the like, Aw- it, it uh, the awkward silence just by using uh the sort of like standard limitations of like rendering uh 3d characters like mm-hmm. like Jen's just always staring uh directly ahead uh, uh-huh. uninterestedly and then like the fact that you uh you like never make eye contact or can't even talk to uh Carrie for
0: most of the the game
1: and actually like you can surprising- talk to her I think I, I think said most of the game,
0: you can talk to her later, but I mean, you can talk you to her at the beginning. You totally can. You probably uh, couldn't because no, you couldn't walk I wasn't over close there enough. Get the angle. God she doesn't have that much you... to say though. I mean, like for most, it's like small talk. Like it's kind of like, Oh, how did you guys meet? And She's kind of like, ah, um, yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. So, well, either way, I mean, it's still like, like, the, yeah, I
0: think, I think the thing you're describing is still true, holds true, regardless of the fact yeah, yeah. that you can not actually talk to her. Um, um
1: yeah, and it, it, uh, I also did think it, it did a really good job of evoking the feeling of, like, when you're in a car, you are bored, so you just fidget with things. Sure. Uh, which is, like, what you do in a walking simulator, too, right? You pick up everything uh-huh. and throw it around, and uh, even if it doesn't, like, cause much of a change to the game state, you're just like, oh, pick this up, throw it. Pick this sure. up, throw it, which is, like, very, like, bored with my friends and on a road trip. Mm-hmm. Um, I spent most of the game like picking up cans and throwing them at Jen's head
0: uh, yeah I mean there's there's <laughs> there's an explicit or not explicit I don't know why I said explicit but there um, there's a set amount of time uh, for there's like little vignettes of like okay we're Starting the road trip, so this is like the first little leg and then it'll fade down to a loading screen yeah. and then load up and it's and later in the night to or whatever. The shotgun. Yeah. Yeah, you move to different you spots. Change seats. And by my understanding, each one of these separate scenes is uh has a fixed amount of time that yes. must go on before you can move on. And oftentimes it is way longer than you want.
1: You're expecting. Because
0: yeah. I think the the way that this kind of inverts the whole walking simulator thing is the whole thing with the walking simulator is like okay i'm gonna move through gone home for example i'm gonna move through this house like chasing down whatever interests me or whatever rooms or spaces look interesting to me yeah until like i get sick of them. yeah yeah it's like you're driven totally by your curiosity and like the only limits that you run up against is if you get to somewhere you want to go and you don't have a key or you haven't done some sort of prerequisite but yep. for the most part Uh, you're like directing yourself and you're going and doing all these things, like whatever's interesting to you. Whereas this game, I feel like is, I didn't realize this at first until I asked you about it. I was like, I was like, man, it feels like, is there any way to like make it advance? It feels like it's going on way too long. I'm just like, I get into the point where I'm like pulling out my phone and then you were like, yeah, I I mean, that's on purpose. And I was like, oh shit, you right, you Uh, right. Yeah, like
1: a road trip. I think it's funny that you were like getting on your phone too, because it's like, oh wow, it has succeeded at making me feel like I'm on
0: yeah, yeah, and it seriously, <laughs> it seriously, uh, there, cause there's one part when you, once you get up to shotgun and you're sort of talking to Jens and it like, you kind of will talk for a second and then the conversation will stop. And then you just kind of sit there for like a minute and then he'll eventually like pop up text again, which yeah, we should be yeah. clear. All of this, all of the conversations that happen are th- uh, text. There is some voiceover in this game, but it's, uh, uh, relegated to the, the radio. Um,
1: yeah, we'll talk about the radio in a minute.
0: <laughs> yeah. But anyway, um, um you have this thing you do so have
1: a few moments where you can choose your response.
0: Sure, sure. Yeah, I mean you can choose your response, but then like once you've sort of played out the conversation, you can click on him and he won't say anything. But then if yeah. you just let it sit for a minute, then he'll kind of bring up small talk things. And it actually kind of reminded me, I, I took a road trip very recently to Denver with a close friend mm. of mine, and there are only two of us. And at a certain point, when you've spent, you know, 15 hours in the car together, or whatever, you know, eight way eight eight hours each way, at a certain point it's like you've talked about most of the things you're going to you're going to yeah, talk about all yeah, so things to say <laughs> the person driving is paying attention to the road and then the person not driving is playing on their phone and then the person driving says well, so uh blah 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 this and this and, like look down f- or look up from my phone oh yeah this and this and it, i don't know it did a good it did a really good job <laughs> of invoking this. yeah this and this oh uh, well yeah whatever uh of that like kind yeah. of I need something to stimulate me because I'm driving so I have to pay attention but I want something more than just driving.
1: Um, yeah. I really liked that the characters had their own timers for when they talk to you because sure. it sort of like made me think about the fact that that's that so often conversations with NPCs in games like happen on your schedule almost. Absolutely. And in like RPGs often to the point of like ridiculousness Oh, where it's sure. like I will stand perfectly still until you need me. Uh, Yeah. And then I will say what I was going to say, regardless of whether it's been 10 minutes or 18 hours. Um,
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'll still be here just
1: standing around with a question mark above my head. I want to leave. Please, please talk to me. (laughs) Please God, my Um, family needs me. (laughs) But here it gives you a, a totally different sense of time by like, um, not making you be like the, the center of the universe when it comes to, everyone's um like schedule
0: yeah and it it Um, also plays in it also plays into the the sort of position that this character is supposed to be in which is that i think that they're uh, at a at a liminal time in their life where it's like okay i'm done with college and it it seems autobiographical Uh, and that it's implied that the character in the game is uh an art a person that like has a degree in some sort of arts like a creative thing uh yeah fred gives you some shit for it Yeah, yeah. It's like someone who perhaps uh, is in game development in school or (laughs) just graduated. Um, Yeah. But anyway, so there's like kind of this element of uh, this person isn't ready to confront the realities of like, oh, I got a degree in the arts and it was like cool and exciting while I was there. But now that I'm done and I can't get a job and I don't know what to do with myself, it sucks. So I'm going to try and like reach back out and find some of that childhood innocence. And uh, in so doing, get myself into a trip that I'm actually really not excited about because, uh, I'm rather than being an escape from reality. It's a more, uh, it's a, a more tangible way to confront it of like these people that used to be my friends. I don't really have, totally have much to on, relate yeah. with anymore. And like yeah. the way that the characters keep in trying to engage you in conversation. And like, as the player, you don't have that many options to meaningfully respond is uh, a pretty good way of like solidifying that feeling of like oh yeah this is like i've gotten myself into this situation and now it's just like this weird uncomfortable stiff like small talk it's just not not yeah. very pleasant <laughs> not very pleasant
1: yeah i i hadn't thought of that but the or i hadn't specifically thought of the fact that the your feeling of waiting in the van is mirrored in the like larger position of the character's life. I think that's definitely right. Cause this is a, it's a game that's about like, yeah, about someone who's, who's waiting. They're kind of like in between things and they don't know what mm-hmm. they're doing. And, and just like you're fidgeting and throwing stuff around, uh, just to like waste the time away and give yourself something to do. That's kind mm-hmm. of the whole point of this road trip is they're like in a, in a part of their life where they don't have really any goals. They don't know what they want to be doing right now. So they're just like finding ways to distract themselves. Um,
0: Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's, it's very relatable and that like there, so there's the, the little text at the beginning is sort of expository. Yeah, absolutely. You had one. I had a gap (laughs) seven months, six months. Uh, And it's just like, man, it's a, it's a time where you feel like you don't have any idea what you're doing. And so many of your friends have like made decision and gone off and to do things. So you feel like they have it figured out. But then I think the thing that most people realize is that no one actually had any of it figured out. certain people just went with decisions at earlier points or uh, doubled down on certain decisions that maybe were not the best Um, (laughs) and things turn out bad for no reason or good for no reason. It's kind of just like, I don't know. I definitely have been in a similar headspace to this character where I was like, well, I got this degree and it's like a cool like I'd love to work on games, but like I don't think I don't think I can actually do it. Like, uh, so what the hell do I do now? So So I'm going to sit on my ass for six months and pretend like I'm uh, trying to figure out what I'm doing when what I'm really doing is just like kind of coasting (laughs) for a little bit. (laughs) I don't know how much did you. I mean, you you took a gap year. Did you uh, relate in that way with this game, or you you? But um, your gap year was kind of had a had a, a plan for a path. Well,
1: forward. not a, well. It had a plan that it changed totally because re- I got that job as a yeah, uh, yeah as a textbook salesman. You know, there's mm-hmm. a job you didn't know that existed before I did it. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and um, I was like, oh cool. So I guess I'll just work in publishing, and that'll become a thing. Uh, mm-hmm. And then I was
0: like, this is terrible i hate this job and this industry is trash (laughs) i just remember like the first week or two you were just so jazzed you're like i didn't know i could make this much money with just an english undergrad this is fucking great it's like company or we're like employee owned it's all amazing and then like a month later you're like i need to get out (laughs)
1: It was such a fast turnaround, like I don't know if I've ever had like that radical it was it was so fast like it was how excited a, like, you
0: were week two to how excited you were week six or seven was yeah, like it was bad, all the way
1: dude. I was, and then we were
0: burning textbooks in the backyard. <laughs> what a day that was
1: fun oh man what a, that was very cathartic by the way,
0: <laughs> wasteful, but cathartic. <laughs>
1: But then I did, like, uh, and so I ended up applying for grad school. But, like, while I was applying, I, it did feel kind of like that. Like, um, because I, I sort of, like, came into that decision a little bit late in the game. I, it mm-hmm. did sort of feel like I was, like, uh, without direction in
0: this way. So. Sure, sure. But uh, it all turned out fine. It right? all worked
1: out. Hopefully, all fine. hopefully when I graduate grad school, it'll also
0: yeah, it'll all same, be fine. Maybe, maybe
1: I'll call you at Blake. I'll be like, "Dude, we got to go on a road trip. <laughs>
0: we're <laughs> going to somewhere in Northern Europe, and we're gonna get a van, and we're going to a lake. <gasps> damn okay, it! A
1: lake. <laughs> Drive there."
0: Mm-hmm. Um, um. Go ahead. Oh,
1: go ahead. Okay. Um, I'm just trying to think what else I had to say about this game. Uh, I liked. Uh, I kind of wanted to just like talk about all the different things you can uh, fidget with. Uh-huh. Um, I was surprised by like, like they they went out of their way of making some of this stuff like work. Like the fact that you can actually roll down the window. Did you notice that?
0: Yeah, you can. <laughs> they have it has crank windows. You can roll. Did you know that windows. you can manually adjust the radio scanner?
1: Uh, yeah, I didn't. So the one time I discovered that there was only uh-huh. one radio station that worked.
0: Yeah, there are, there there are a few, depending either. on the different times in the game, you get different amounts yeah, of reception. But I, like,
1: I, I figured that out late in the game, so I think the idea is like you're yeah. getting further away from yes. like civilization. So there's That's less exactly space. right. Which is also a nice touch.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think the radio was when I was like, oh shit. And it's funny that you uh you pressed me on the uh the immersive sim thing earlier, and then oh, you okay. went to reinforce the fact that it's oh, definitely huh. an immersive sim. Well, because, yeah,
1: so the thing that I think of when I think of immersive sim is like emergent interactions between different mechanics. Mm. Like when, like the fact that you, it doesn't really tell you that you can put these two things together, but then it just like lets you do it. And then you're like, Oh yeah, of course fire mm-hmm. burns things. Um, but I guess, yeah, the, in the sense of, of like, like all like a huge amount of, the objects in the world are interactable. In yeah. Sense, I mean, yeah. I think,
0: I think that's the, I forget where this was. I'm pretty sure it was Steve Gainer that said, it. I don't remember if it was in like the commentary mode on either gone home or Tacoma or in a GDC talk or something. Uh, but, uh, his whole thing is that he considers gone home an immersive sim, even though it doesn't have that, uh, the element you're talking about of sort of like emergent oh, yeah. mechanical interaction. But really to him, it's like a lot of it is about, um, like interactability of mundane objects so i think there's a there's a moment somewhere i wish i remembered where i where i heard this where he's like if you can't flush a toilet then it's not a real immersive sim because (laughs) part of the immersive sim thing is like the thing that makes you feel immersed in it is that things that are not particularly enjoyable to interact with or that aren't like an explicit gameplay system are still interactable like that interactivity exists uh not at a, a, like a high depth for everything, but at a, uh, like the breadth of things that are interactable is really high. And you want the player to anything they think like, I wonder if I can do that, that it'll do something. And like, so uh-huh. the thing that made that like says that to me about this game is that the side door of the van is locked like you can't open it and jump out the side of the van but you can if you click on it it makes a sound like the character is yeah, like jiggling it too, yeah. and the driver will be like hey man stop that like <laughs> don't, don't do that <laughs> don't do that exactly same thing so if you
1: fidget with the gear shift
0: the gear shifter or there's an, a number of different uh like objects or the emergency
1: brake he's like why would you do that are you trying to kill us
0: <laughs> exactly right so it's like everything can be like every little object that you think in real life i could fiddle with this yeah. you can touch it and the game has a response for it. Even if it's not that you can like use it for its intended purpose, the yeah. game is still responding to you using it. Right.
1: Yeah. That's, uh, that's interesting. Here, uh, here I don't do that. Op- uh, do this often, but I'm going to quote some literary theory for this, but that's oh, basically okay. the video game equivalent of, uh, there's this idea by this French literary theorist, Roland Barthes, that he calls the reality, uh, reality effect, which is that he was like, looks at all these realist novels and they like include just totally pointless details. That's Mm. just describing the describing like the room people are in or like the, the stuff that's in their hands and stuff like that. And Mm -hmm. the point is that it it is like, it is not even especially interesting. It doesn't move the plot along and you don't need to know about it, but it just gives you like the sort of like feeling of being in a real space. Mm. just like, this is, this is a thing that would be there. Um, sure. And so this is like the video game equivalent of that. Like it doesn't really affect your interactions with the characters that much. It doesn't like uh, contribute to the narrative. It doesn't do anything. But just the fact that you can, you know, twiddle that knob uh, mm. creates a like depth of realism for the.
0: Yeah, absolutely. The and I think I think it enhances the the uh, like fiddling boredom aspect of it. Of just like yeah, You're sitting there long enough that you're gonna try and mess with everything. Exactly. So the fact that <laughs> basically all of it will. Uh, react to your interactions in some way and also there's even honestly I just thought of this there's even a little bit of that emergent interaction because like you can pick up a beer can you can drink the beer and then you can throw the can at Fred and he'll yeah. yell at you for throwing a can at him
1: yeah that, that is true that is a good that one's a little more of like immersive sim in the traditional sense because it's like <laughs> you're just like exploring the system to see what happens mm-hmm. but but that's of course the logical response you throw yeah. a can at Fred's head he's gonna be like fuck off dude why did you just yeah. throw a can at my head
0: I, I tried to throw it at him and accidentally hit uh Carrie and it was before I had talked to her and I felt real bad I felt like that was a real, <laughs> she real bad threw, foot to get off on I, yeah she I was like threw, what'd she say? I'm pretty sure she just said like ow or something
1: oh cause I threw something at her at one point in the game and she didn't say anything
0: Hmm. Maybe it depends on what point in the game you do it, or maybe I'm yeah. misremembering who knows. <laughs> um, be. but yeah, uh, I guess, should we, should we talk about the sort of like narrative conclusion of this game? Um, uh,
1: yeah, sure. Um, so the, when you finally arrive at
0: the, well, do uh, we, we didn't really talk about the, the big argument that much. That's true. That's true. which is that okay. tensions have kind of did, been building. Go ahead.
1: Yeah. I had a question about that, that was one moment when I, um, the narrator kind of lost me a bit because mm. I wasn't totally clear to me why Fred, uh, like, exploded so much. Like, sure, um, I I was wondering if you got had a better sense of that because I know that it was a little bit of like they haven't. I mean, like they haven't talked to each other in a while. They're all sitting in a van and are bored. But mm. he was like really mad. I was
0: like, Dude. yeah. Yeah, I'm. I was. Uh, I've had a similar feeling. Part of me it thinks that, like, one criticism I would have of this game is I don't think the writing is like totally all the way there. Um, mm, and yeah, I think maybe sometimes when it was meant to convey that he was like uncomfortable or a little bit short, uh, didn't really come off that clearly. So I'm, I'm curious right. if, like, going back playing it, knowing what happens, if it would be easier to detect times when he seemed short because. Uh, up until that point in the story he kind of plays the character that's like always pretty enthusiastic like he really wanted to go on the trip and he's like seems excited and he brought his girlfriend along Um, but then yeah it kind of just like suddenly it's like he's just like freaking out yelling and like going at everybody's throats he's like talking shit on Jen's for like working at a convenience store and living with his mom and then he well I thought that was you no I'm pretty sure
1: Jen's oh
0: yeah i thought so because then he separately goes at you for like getting a useless degree
1: yeah i feel like it's right. kind
0: of implied that he's like a he
1: makes sure you know he makes six figures yeah
0: he says it several times it's kind of implied that he's like the traditional successful model of like i don't know probably got a, a degree in engineering or something yeah or,
1: i want to know what currency he's making six figures in uh-huh. dude if that's euro that's a lot of money that's like oh
0: is it I didn't well, even think about that it's
1: like euros like I think 1.4 dollars or something damn like that. okay so like dude, that'd be like 140
0: US. yeah that's a that's a lot of money <laughs> I mean it money. it's implied that he's like successful and like his him and his girlfriend have their own place and live together and yeah. they both work for the same company so I think it's kind of assumed that she's also making good money um and yeah. that's like you know you're two like bummer friends that don't know what to do with themselves. Yeah. Uh, and he just like comes at them real hard. Well, I, I, I do agree. Go ahead.
1: I was going to say the one, the, I mean, I, to give credit to the, that narrative line, um mm-hmm. it is revealed that I forget who, but Fred or Jen's like slept with the other person's girlfriend in. Oh, that's at true. Some, at some point in. Yeah. It was Fred
0: slept with, jen's girlfriend but until jen's
1: you fred's, is, okay so then why yeah. is fred sport? fred
0: brought his girlfriend be oh, oh, i don't
1: jen's know was
0: yeah it's like jen's was bitter or something because uh yeah. fred had previously slept with his so i think there was just like some tension there is the implication yeah. and then jen springs it up and then fred's like yo that's right. out of here
1: okay so yeah that makes it a little more um makes it make more sense but it, it did catch me off guard because mm. i and part of it may be a little bit of the 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 sort of like position of the player like the the feelings that it evokes for you is on the one hand like awkward silence but i think that that usually takes a a backseat to the feeling of like just messing around and fidgeting and i was actually having a surprising amount of fun just doing that so i was just like <laughs> I wasn't like very primed for like a uh, intense <laughs> argument. And so I started getting yelled at. I was like, dude, what the hell? We're all you're like the little, fun. you're the
0: little kid just hanging out, playing his game boy. And then, <laughs> uh, and then mom and dad start yelling and they're like, settle this argument. And you're like, bro, I, I was just, trying, just trying to, i just trying to play Pokemon. some Pokemon. Okay, dude, just chill
1: or play. What's the game you can play in this one? Did you play oh, the it's like, game boy?
0: I only played it briefly. It's I like guns Cowboy and something. Yeah. horses or something like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, and then after this sort of argument, it's like, okay, we need to pull over because, uh, yeah, Fred is like, all right, we're getting out of the car. We're going home. Then Carrie kind of talks him off the cliff. Anyway, Jen's and Fred are outside arguing and you just kind of talk to Carrie and realize, uh, she's the most well-adjusted one of them all because she's just kind of like, we, uh, this is just uncomfortable we we really shouldn't have come and i i told freddie shouldn't have brought me and then it's just like this whole thing it's just like <laughs> damn you're right though you're right <laughs> harry most the, relatable the only
1: level-headed one here yeah, yeah shouts out um yeah it was nice that there's like a moment of like of like uh where you can like kind of decompress and talk to a character that's like i acknowledge that this is a strange situation you've been thrust into mm-hmm. um yeah uh i'm trying to, what else does she say in that she like asked you she also like the thing that i liked about that conversation is um uh i remember thinking during the earlier in the game that it was weird that like so many of the conversations end with uh i don't have anything to talk about mm-hmm. uh, i just remember being like dude that's how you make a road trip not boring is you talk and then mm-hmm. like suddenly carries the only one who's willing to talk. Uh, so that's, oh,
0: sure. Yeah. But yeah. I that's guess that's true. Be, That's
1: because there's like this awkward tension between the characters.
0: Yeah. Um, absolutely. Anyway, you, you sort of, after this, everyone gets back in the car, you drive a little bit more and you eventually end up at the, at the lake only to discover <laughs> that, uh, the lake has been drained and, uh, there's been, uh, some sort of store built where the lake once was, <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's very okay. funny in the game because there's like still a very clear like basin like valley where the lake used to be yeah. and then at the bottom of it it's like you guys you get there in the middle of the night and so you like uh are sitting at the top of this valley and like all three of the other characters are all spread out like it's kind of implied that everyone's just sick of each other and so they're all spread out and looking down the valley at this like glowing sign of this uh chain store of some kind all uh, stock yeah it's
1: called in the game i i think that's a fictional story I googled ostock and
0: nothing yeah it probably it. is um, i um,
1: for the the way that it it was like a blue wall with yellow letters made me think mm-hmm. that it was a play on ikea but
0: mm. i'm i'm not sure that'd be that'd be quite something ikea <laughs> at the base of a valley he did Building say something doesn't he say? Ikea? doesn't fred say something about eating like shitty hot dogs or something?
1: Yeah, he does. So I, maybe that's a that's goof
0: right. on the IKEA meatballs. I don't know. Um,
1: oh, does IKEA meatballs? Yeah, Yeah, the Swedish meatballs,
0: dude. Oh, do you not know about the whole IKEA food thing, dude? When I go to IKEA, I go in, I get what I need, and I'm out.
1: I'm not there. Out. for all this, It's like, not weird possible. Disneyland shit that they're trying. Well, to, like, I
0: mean, <laughs> listen, I've only been to an IKEA one time.
1: I same uh, here, but I.
0: And I did not understand it. I was like, why would this is hell to me? Why? Why would it's like when I go to a store, I want to know what I'm going to get before I get it and hopefully know where it is. Go in there, get it and leave. And Ikea is like, what if you just like came in and just like checked out every literally every item we sell.
1: Seriously. Like Um, laid out like a theme park amusement ride.
0: But Yeah. They have like a whole cafeteria. You can go get that. So my where I work is like literally a, a block away from the Ikea. So, uh, you can go get a breakfast for like $3 and it's like a full Swedish breakfast or something. It's pretty cheap. So people will go do that a lot. <laughs> um, what's in yeah, a Swedish IKEA. breakfast? Like a, a, waffle. And I don't, I don't oh, even know. Bad, I never bad. went and got it. Uh, but do people don't I, eat breakfast before they leave for work some people do some people don't people got kids and shit man i don't know (laughs) it's fair i don't know how these people live their lives these are (laughs) coworkers. i don't i don't talk to them (laughs) um but anyway the so the game sort of closes with you like getting everyone's final thoughts jen's is kind of like all right we're gonna pitch tents and then we'll head back in the morning and carrie's just kind of like well this is kind of funny right and then Fred is just like, "This is bullshit." I'm pissed. But he,
1: but he does say sorry.
0: Fred oh, does, does he?
1: Apologize, yeah.
0: Um, uh, I don't remember that. It got overshadowed by how uh, pissy. How he much was. of a shit he's been. Yeah, yeah I did feel like everyone was very head.
1: in character for the last one. Like Jens is just like all, all business. Like let's just set up the tents. Like uh-huh. we're just gonna do it. And then
0: Carrie's like,
1: "Well, let's try to make this slightly less awkward." And mm-hmm. then and then Fred is just like grumble, grumble, grumble. <laughs>
0: That's true. <laughs> oh man, did you have anything else about the the sort of final scene or? Uh,
1: um, no, I didn't. I mean, I did think it was one of the characters says we probably should have looked into this beforehand. I was oh like,
0: yes, I yeah. was
1: like yes, like, duh.
0: Yeah, <laughs> although I was curious, when did this? Uh, when do you think this takes place? Uh, oh, that's because true.
1: it wasn't clear. Because he asked you to look at a physical map at one point, mm-hmm. which and oh, and also the the I am. Um, instant messenger thing at the beginning looked Uh a little retro like Like early 2000s early 2000s maybe even 90s
0: yeah Uh, and also
1: i don't think it is in the age of everyone has a smartphone
0: i don't think so either and also the the game boy Boy and the the poster for the band says 1989 on it Um, so i don't know if it's implied that that's supposed Uh. to be like your parents or if it's supposed to be like you from when you were younger although it seems like it's said that they're seven years out of high school so i feel like even if it takes place in the late 90s uh 1989 yeah, would be i, I think, guess you could have gone when you were in like junior high or something yeah
1: i think that's probably i think 90s is probably what it's supposed to be um, sure that i think about it yeah I, there is like now that i'm naming all these uh, individual items it does seem mm-hmm. like Seems a little more clear, which is interesting because both the creators are in their twenties, so it's not their own stories they're telling then.
0: Sure, sure. Yeah, it's. I mean, I think it's autobiographical in some ways and not in others, right? Yeah. Um, Yeah. I did want to talk about the the soundtrack for this game because it has like a pretty extensive. So they're through throughout most of the game. Like as you're driving, you can either change the radio yourself or have Jens change it for you. And every time he changes it, there's another song playing. There's some there's some good stuff in there. I really like the song that played at the main menu. It's a song called Eric mm. by a band called Fog Lake. It's a nice song. I liked that. I think it plays at the very mm. end as well. Um, did you
1: you did you already know it or did you look it up?
0: No, I I, I sound hounded it. I, I oh, was at the nice. main menu. I was like, you know what? Nice. This is a nice song. I'm gonna i like to see what it is. I want to shout this out. But in the if you look at the credits, they're like I feel like there are like 20 songs listed. A bunch. Um, and there's also like weird, like radio commercials and like a radio DJ crank calling. some a woman and telling her her son died. There's some weird stuff in there.
1: Yeah. That was the. So I remember being really confused about that because the, the way that the, the like sound, um, I actually had a moment of not realizing it was the radio I was listening to. Mm. Uh, I thought that like I had maybe left something open on my, like uh, (laughs) my Chrome, uh, like a Chrome tab open or something. And that's what I was listening to because just the, the way the like sound came through, it didn't sound like the radio, but that, that, that was so weird that like, uh, so what it is is this, it's like one of those phone prank things. And this dude calls this woman is like, your son's dead. Uh, and then she starts sobbing and he's like, ah, just kidding. You've been pranked. And then she continues sobbing. He's like, ah, we'll send you a t-shirt. (laughs) <laughs> it, was, it was upsetting it was I had him, change the, I like I had him change the radio
0: station I was like this is fucked up because guess what when I was like 11 I probably would have thought that was funny you think so? Nah, I hope not but I don't know <laughs> I, don't I, I know. mean I I yeah. would watch that show like crank calls or whatever what was that show called crank yankers yeah crank oh, yankers I
1: don't know. this is a real thing
0: cranky yeah it was on like dude mtv or vh1 one of the things one of the channels that used to be about music videos then became about shitty reality tv i'm pretty sure it was called crank yankers dude even i'm I'm afraid i'm afraid to google crank yankers
1: yeah it sounds a little more graphic as a uh even as a kid i was like comically wholesome though i i really like the prank show what's that one on youtube that's like all the pranks it's like no one gets hurt it's like uh just Hmm. for laughs don't know uh, some of them are very funny but they're all like they're all like everybody wins pranks
0: yeah um that sounds nice i mean yeah. <laughs> i i was mostly also a, a giant square goody two shoes kid <laughs> um but, was hey watch yourself <laughs> no i'm just kidding wow this apparently this show was created by jimmy kimmel and adam carolla and i think really? jimmy kimmel's brother but it was it on is, mtv too so i was right anchors, about that Prank that. anchors yeah
1: cranky anchors wow dude
0: and it has like these like puppets, oh, the little puppets. Of, yeah yeah it was because they would like act out the people on the phone because it'd just oh, be like comedians or actors or famous people on the phone and then a puppet that looks like them and they're just like calling people and fucking wow, with
1: there's them there's an episode that has eminem in it yeah so does sarah silverman drew carey yeah.
0: wow <laughs> yeah i mean listen when i was like Thirteen, old enough to be left alone in the house over the summer instead of having a babysitter, uh, I would watch this shit all day while my sister was off at <laughs> cheer practice or whatever.
1: <laughs> did you ever reenact them? Did you do any crank calls?
0: I did do some crank calls with my with my friend Liz, and then we got uh, we felt uh, goody two shoes guilt about it and stopped doing <laughs> it because we like called some lady, and then she was like. You are, this is so cruel, or something. And she's like, I can call the police on you. And we're like, oh, oh, no. Oh, no. What's happening? Oh, no. (laughs) The ramifications of my (laughs) actions are being placed in front of me. Her son is dead? (laughs) No, no. I'm sure we just said some dumb shit. Asked her if her refrigerator was was running. Very innocuous. I mean, it'd be interesting
1: if she accused you of being cruel if you asked her if her refrigerator is running. I don't actually
0: remember (laughs) what. I just remember (laughs) someone confronting us when we crank called them and then feeling uh, guilty about it and being worried <laughs> that the police were going to come to my house.
1: <laughs> I might've been this, Your phone this might've been when me.
0: I still had a babysitter <laughs> 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 I might've been pretty young for that one. Um, but anyway, there, there is one other detail I want to talk about before we forget about this game, which is that you, did you say you never took any pictures with the Polaroid?
1: No, I did. Cause later on I was in a position where I could grab it. So I did take uh, pictures, but I wasn't able to take one when Fred asked me to take a picture of him and Carrie. Oh, gotcha. It was later so, on, I picked it up and I just like.
0: Uh, yeah did you did you notice that the camera actually like works? And it actually yeah it like, develops the pictures it's and cool. it takes an image of like where the camera was, was in pointed, the space yeah. yeah. But the the thing that got me is uh, if you take that picture of um, Carrie and Fred. Mm. Then, then it trend, then you get a transition to the next scene. There's a cork board set up on one of the walls of the bus and the picture will be like tacked to it.
1: And all so I was like, will,
0: be. will they? Yeah, yeah. I took a bunch and they were all okay. up there. Okay. So that's, that's interesting because I took that one picture and then for some reason it like doesn't let you take a picture for a minute. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I'm mistaken, but I tried to take another picture. I wouldn't let me. So I was like, okay, oh, huh. drop the camera. And the character says, like, oh, save it for when we get to the lake. And then then ah. the next scene it's up on the corkboard. So I was like, oh, uh, just like the way the corkboard is laid out, it's like very clearly like the size that'll so neatly fit a certain amount of Polaroids. So right. my mind is that like there's gonna be 10 moments throughout the game. Like once we get to the lake, before I realized that like things were gonna be shitty and uncomfortable and mm. the trip was gonna go awry, I was like, Oh, so there's gonna be like ten moments throughout the game where I'm supposed to take a picture and then by the end they'll all be here. Like the video game part of my brain is like, Okay, that's where all my pictures I <laughs> that's take. That's my are quest. <laughs> be. And then and then like by the end when everyone's in a shitty mood and it's like rainy, I was like, I pick up the camera again and I realized like, Oh, you can take more pictures. But then by that point it's like already too late. So I don't know. It was for me like having it go neatly up on there and then having it be all this space. I was like very video gamey. And then it was uh, kind of got turned on its head when it's like, yeah, no, you ain't, you ain't making it to the lake. My dude, the, the,
1: when I took the pictures, the problem was I was still in like, uh, experimenting with the mechanics mode. So I, I like took one. It came out. I was like, oh, that's cool. How many can you take? I just rapidly clicked as fast as I could and just took nine more. that were just of like the chair or whatever. And, uh, and then it, it caps out. It doesn't let you take anymore. Yeah. That.
0: Because after so, you take one, it's like, oh, there were only 10 pictures left or something. Yeah.
1: Yeah. There's um, only 10 more, 10 pictures with the film left or whatever.
0: Sure. Sure. Yeah.
1: So then um, at, the, at the end of the game, it shows you, after the credits, all of the pictures you took. Yeah. And mine are just, like, the exact same picture of, like, the side of Fred's face.
0: <laughs> mine are pretty bad. Mine are just, like, Fred's legs. And then there's one that I tried to set up nice, and it still came out shitty. So I only ended up taking, like, four. But The
1: thing that I wish I had gotten a picture of is I looked out the window at one point at the cars passing by, and I realized uh-huh. that there's no characters animated for them. So it's just, like... Oh, just empty cars, cars driving yeah. themselves? That's funny. <laughs> We're doing a good picture.
0: So it really takes place in the near future when self-driving mm. cars have become a daily reality.
1: And Game Boys and Polaroids are just retro.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, and I feel like pa- they already paper, are And paper retro. maps. <laughs> really Self-retro, retro. dude.
1: Paper maps.
0: Yeah. Did you have uh, any other comments? I think I've covered everything I wanted to.
1: Um, this is just a small, random one. but I. Uh, so the at one point you're sitting in shotgun and you open the, uh, the dash, uh, and there's a novel in there by St- Stefan Koenig, which is like a Germanicization of Stephen King. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I thought that was funny. And then you say to Jen's, uh, you're like, Oh, you, didn't you read this novel in, uh, in high school? And he's like, I'm still reading it. It's an 18 book series. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know why I, I really like that. Cause it just reminded me of like, like that's game of Thrones. Like, oh, absolutely! like, like I, I feel like I've had that exact conversation with someone where I was yeah. like, didn't, didn't, weren't you reading this? Like last time I talked to you like many years ago and they're mm-hmm. like, Oh yeah, it's on book six now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, I don't know. It's something that's been on my mind uh, lately because two of the biggest and longest running media franchises are coming to an end this year. The Game Avengers.
1: And, oh, Avengers.
0: Yeah. And it's like the feeling I felt more than excitement about their ending. I mean, first of all, I've been like pretty critical of, of each and have grown tired of their shit for the most part, (laughs) (laughs) but it's just like, I'm more excited for them to be over and to not have to like, think about all the weird connections that are supposed to be lending meaning to their uh, epicness or something. Uh, And it's just like, I just don't have to think about them anymore. How nice is that I Like
1: (laughs) both of those franchises. It's like,
0: (laughs) The, the like
1: interpretive generosity that people give to them was so, like, I think what this means is I'm like, you know, I speaking as someone who is normally very open to like long shot <laughs> interpretations of media. I think, no, like I think you are incorrect. That is either bullshit or a coincidence. Like they did not put that much thought into this.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's like, I don't know. One of the reasons I've grown tired of Game of Thrones, especially like. Game of Thrones, I think moment to moment is like fun and I enjoy, whereas like the yeah. Marvel movies I don't enjoy that much. Uh but the thing with Game of Thrones is just like there's There's just way too much. Like none yeah. so much of it is utterly unnecessary. So much uh, of it.
1: And it's funny because they a lot of the things that made it really interesting uh in the first like couple seasons, you know, like
0: uh-huh.
1: the the willingness to like kill off protagonists, uh uh-huh. uh and the and the fact that they like really want to like add on like more and more plots and more and more intrigue. The longer mm-hmm. the series goes on, the less payoff they get from those. And also just the less Absolutely. sense they make. Like it's yeah. like you've killed off so many characters. They reached a point like halfway through season four or five where they killed mm-hmm. off so many main characters that they season were running five. out of plots that That's they just had to s- they just had to stop. Right? Yeah. So they just stopped killing main characters. So now yeah. like and then, all the characters that have survived have survived through a crazy amount of stuff. And, the and also the other is, thing they did oh go ahead. I was just gonna say they had to like stop with the backstabbing because like they need to end the show. Right. Yeah. Every time
0: someone backstabs someone else, it creates a whole new season and, and their characters need to make sense at some point. And if everybody's yeah. constantly backstabbing each other, it's like, well, at a certain point that doesn't make like functional characters don't really do that.
1: Yeah. You're not a, you're not, not even a person at that point. Like no, you have no allegiance to anyone. You're, you're yeah. not even acting rationally at this point. You're just killing people for the, for the hell of it.
0: Yeah. Well, uh considering the fact that we've been talking about Game of Thrones for the last 5 minutes, I think it's probably time to uh <laughs> to, to put a bow on this one and tell people about the game we're playing next week, which is a game called Zephyr by Michael Walker, um which is a train jam game, which I don't think we've ever talked about train ge- train jam. It's something I've known about for a few years now. Um it's I a I haven't even a, known about it. This is this You don't know, know it? Oh, me, yeah. so it's every year in the week before GDC there's a train jam where they basically buy out a whole Amtrak train and it's all game developers from Chicago to San Francisco where GDC is. And it's make a game on the train on the way to GDC.
1: Oh, that's great. And it's
0: called train, train jam. Yeah. It's, (laughs) it's seems like something that would be like fun and exciting to do. And this game was made in those circumstances and features a lot of the train in it because it's a quote. It's like an FFV, FMV game. All the art is like pictures and video from the train, um, and it seems uh, real weird. It's a, a quote: a tiny ProcGen FMG adventure. Uh, did I say FMG? FMV adventure for iOS. Um, so we'll be we'll be playing um, Zephyr for next week.
1: Yeah, the thing um, that I'm really intrigued by is it says that the goal of the game each playthrough is procedurally generated like I don't mm-hmm. even know what that means so yeah. that is, I'm very excited to see what yeah, that is, I'm, sounds
0: cool I think it'll be weird uh, if uh, you want
1: to find out about this weird game with us uh, you should follow us on twitter at edgeguardcast, uh, we'll tweet out uh, the link to the game and the new episode um, uh, in the coming week so uh, you should do that it's a good time uh, if you have uh thoughts or feedback about the episode also you can tweet us there or if you have recommendations for uh strange uh edge case games that you found that you think deserve an audience and a generous eye we have we have you covered so you should you should tweet those at us uh and uh and with that we'll be talking about zephyr next week and we'll talk to you later